0: of Ramsey Solutions broadcasting from the pods moving in storage studio this is the Ramsey show where debt is dumb cash is king and the paid off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice here on on, on the Ramsey show America hangs out to have a conversation about your money your life and I'm stumbling through the intro here George
1: you're just so nervous to be co-hosting with me, John. It happens I, to the best of us. It's hard to sit in the shadow of your excellence. It's, it's such hard. a small shadow. It's such a... <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> that is true. I should stand up. It's impressive I'm on its own right.
0: I'm John Deloney, joined by George Campbell, and we're taking your calls, 888 825 and I hope to not stumble through your calls. Let's go to Liz in Mobile, Alabama. What's up, Liz? Represent. Hi,
2: John. It's so good to talk to you again. It's supposed to be about a year ago. And I'm in a much different place in life now, so I'm t- happy to report that, but I've got a question for you.
0: Well, uh, t- tell me about your journey.
1: What, what, what's happened over the last I don't know anything about it, Liz. Give me the spark notes.
2: Um, about a year ago, I was at a place where I was uh, escaping domestic violence with my five children. <sighs> um, had nowhere to go, had no income, had been a stay-at-home mother for 15 years, um, was living in a camper in my friend's backyard.
0: Yes! I remember you, Liz. Okay, yes thanks for calling back where Hi. are you now
2: hey um well you know the kids and i are healthy and well i am a full-time student i'm going into nursing wow um, i quickly found out that you know there's no entry-level job that you can get that really supports the family this large right um so I'm, I'm going after my dreams that i abandoned all those years ago
1: liz i'm so proud of you what a <laughs>
0: gift for you your community those people you're going to serve and for your kids you are you yeah, are a real I'm life trying. no hold on you're a real life model of what it looks uh, like to get knocked down and get back up. You're, you can we we teach our kids that we read them children's books and we talk about it. Your kids are gonna have a picture of it.
2: I hope so. You, I, you I, are I, incredible. That's, that's my greatest hope. Good for well, you. you. All right, so how um, can we help you today? You know. Nothing that's not for God who goes before me, because I tell you, he's been there every step of the way. When I said, I don't know how I'm going to pay bills or how I'm going to pay rent, Mm -hmm. it was there. There You know, through no doing of my own, his people and his hand have just been all over our lives. It's it's just been a miracle. But um, the big money question that I'm looking at right now is I'm still in a place where my income is less than my outcome, (laughs) uh, as less than, you know, I'm making far less than what I'm spending. And luckily I do have, um, a substantial savings, savings, uh, right now as it were, but I drive a very large vehicle, um, with the kids and I, um, it gets terrible gas mileage. I've been looking into getting a second vehicle, um, because the, what I'm doing for work now is delivering, um, you know, either packages or, you know, food delivery, things like this that I can do outside of school hours. Um, it provides me the flexibility and schedule and things come up with the kids. So it's a good couple of hustles to have. Um, so I like having, uh, I like having, you know, the big van for, for when we need to go places. I need to have all the kids with me or or what have you, but it's so bad on mileage that I'm considering dropping three or 4,000 into a decent Uh, like, reliable, smaller vehicle for when I don't need to have all the people with me, and that can still give me the availability to, you know, haul all the packages I need to do my job, but also be a more efficient daily driver.
1: Could you split the difference? Could you sell the bigger car, get a smaller one that still fits the kids?
2: That's, um, the issue is, uh... Not, I. I feel like if we got something smaller and got entirely rid of the larger vehicle, it would be difficult. I happen to have really, uh, you know, my older two are are quite tall now. It, it's it's not super feasible to get everybody into you know like how tall are. are
1: these kids? I'm just <laughs> I'm genuinely curious as a small uh, guy. <laughs>
2: Uh, my two teenagers are, you know, six feet and six
1: two. Represent.
0: Yeah, those are giants sitting next to George. So, so I, I, just, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't, lose.
1: I wouldn't. My worry partially is what happens when both cars need repairs, and now you're paying insurance on two cars, and what you thought was going to be a benefit is now more of an expense.
0: That's what—buying $3,000 or $4,000, okay, let's say you did the math— on here's what the gas mileage is. Here's what it, I would save. Right. Here's that gap. Um, I could actually make more money if I had a three or four thousand dollar car. Great, that math is fine. George just brought up a great point. You have to bring in the math of the extra insurance and the extra. That's another oil change, another set of tires, another set of. Right. All those things build up and up and up and up. So at one point I had an old truck that I was going to rebuild with me and my son. Disaster. I don't know if you've, we've we've never met, but I'm not a, I'm not a rebuilder. Um, And I kept my wife's Corolla as just a paid off car that we had in the driveway that could be my daily driver. And then I, after paying the registration, the oil change, I realized my free car was costing me a big chunk of money every month, annualized over the course of a year. And I realized, oh, this isn't so free at all, right? So I ended up getting, I ended up selling it um, because it it never made its money back on the gas.
1: How close are your kids to driving?
2: That's the other consideration I was going to bring up. We're we're months away, so um, so they're going to need a car to drive on a, you know, on a. 12-passenger van is not ideal. You know, you don't want to learn to drive <laughs> right. on
1: a loaf of bread. No, it's fantastic, Are man. they saving for a car? Yes.
2: Oh, yeah, I'd love to take in parallel parking. It'd be a riot. Yeah,
0: and who, um, hey, you yeah. don't have to worry about them dating. That's going to be fantastic.
2: <laughs> well, you know, with a, giving a kid a van can go the other way, too. Oh, so there you concern,
1: go. You know, right. you don't want to turn a teenager loose. That was my, <laughs> my first 10, 10. car was driving mom and dad's <laughs> minivan.
0: It's awesome. <laughs> well, well, well played, Liz, well played.
1: So I'm I'm just wondering, can the kids save up and maybe you match them and you get a car and maybe you can use it for your side hustle and you know until they're they're fully driving and out of the house a little bit. Is that a possibility? Have they been saving up for a yes. car?
2: What well, he yeah, has been saving up a little bit. You know, I mean, is that a is in, in school full time playing sports at a you know a private school as well, which is another. You know, oh boy, that's the real expense has, in your
1: life is private school.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah a faith-based private school, so we're just, you know, it's it's everywhere. I'm just so thankful. But um, he has, you know, he's not able to work a whole lot. He does his own business. He does uh, lawn care and odd jobs and things. Oh, great.
1: So he can save up three grand over a year?
2: Yeah, possibly. I mean, I would certainly expect him to, you know, cover insurance, you know, gas if he's driving full-time. I think that would be a fair um, expectation if I were to purchase
3: the
1: second vehicle. Okay. Um, when are you done with school? Either way.
2: Uh, it's going to be about two years. Okay. Maybe a little, maybe a semester less, like, you know, three, four more semesters.
1: Cool. Well, this is all temporary. So I would find a temporary solution and that might mean you buy a beater car and you give it to the kid later on and he buys it from you. But the A1 is getting to a financial place and, uh, that worries me to have all of these extra expenses. I would probably just keep the van and let that
0: And every time I fill it up at night I would let it inspire me to keep grinding and get out of this mess but that's just me We'll we'll be right back
4: With no network and the freedom to choose your health care provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget.
0: This is the Ramsey Show. 888-825-5225. two five five two two five. I'm John Deloney, Joined here by George Campbell, and we are taking your calls on life, money, work, mental health, relationships, all of it. 888-825-5225. two five five two two five. Let's go to Nick in Atlanta, Georgia. What's up, Nick? How we doing? Hey, how are you? Outstanding, my man. What's up?
3: Hey, so um, I'm 23 years old, and I'm sure this co- this topic has been covered before, but. I was just looking looking for insight on, you know, moving out of your parents' house and you know, which one is more important, kinda, of, you know, saving up a nest egg just because it'll be my first, you know, venture um in a you know, expensive apartment or would it be, you know, paying off debt?
0: Very cool, man. So um you have a job? I do, yes. I um I make fifty thousand. Fantastic, man.
1: What are you doing?
3: I work at Enterprise, the um, car rental business. Yeah,
1: good for you, man. Cool cool. And what is now causing you at 23 to go, all right, I've had enough, I'm moving out?
3: Um, nothing major, you know, it's, it's really good here. It's just, you know, I kind of want that independent thing, you know, creating something for myself.
1: Very cool. And you're in Atlanta proper? I am. And what is rent right now in the areas you would want to live in?
3: It's looking like a, around that fifteen to $1,700 ranch or somewhere, you know, not even just uh, luxury, but, you know, safe, I would say, because, you know, Atlanta's kind of used to a uh, different type of city. So I would say, you know, somewhere safe and uh, prosperous, about fifteen to 1700
1: And what is your take-home pay every month? What ends up in your bank account? About,
3: about $3,000 after taxes.
1: And so we're talking about over 50% of your income going towards rent if you move yes. out today. Yes. Does that not frighten you?
3: It does. That's why it's just like... twice oh, he's calling us, George.
1: Well, I'm trying to just open up some options here. Could you get a roommate?
3: I could. That, that could work.
1: I'm going to rephrase that. You have to get a roommate. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean it as an option. This is part of... So my here's my thing. You talked about independence, and the truth is, right now we can't afford full independence. We're going to have someone else living with us regardless. Sure. And so the question is, do you want it to be a stranger or your family? I get it. You want to get out. You want to feel like I'm a grown man, you know, leaving the nest, and I love that. Uh, but you're going to have to get a roommate in order to afford living where you want to live.
3: Definitely. That's, that's the bad thing about living in Georgia.
1: <laughs> so that, that's part of it. That's something to grapple with is you're going to have to vet and find a reliable, safe, trustworthy roommate who pays on time who you get along with at some level. So that's part of the picture. The other one is all of the other expenses that come along with that. You're going to need to get renter's insurance. You are now not able to eat dinner at your parents' house every day, so you're going to have to learn how to cook because going out to eat every day is going to make you broke. And we're not going out to eat because we got some debt to pay off. Is that right? Very true. Okay, how much debt?
3: About 50 grand in total between school and credit cards. Nick! No hot
1: hot what dang. are you
0: doing?
3: Yeah, yeah, what was your degree yeah, in?
1: I got it in sociology. Oh, Nick. If we could turn back time, Nick.
0: If I could turn back time. We right. sing or yeah.
1: else we cry.
0: That's right. That's right. So, Nick, I, I, if I'm you, well, let me just tell you. I'm just going to be honest. I've never told this story publicly, George. Um, nervous and excited. At 21, I was at my parents' house after graduating college, Um And I had a chance encounter with an old uh, track coach. I ended up taking a job as a high school teacher and coach in the Houston area. And I lived, I was going to live with my parents for a while and pay off my student loans. Within a month, my dad was like, hey man, what if I paid your first month's rent? And I was like, I'm already out of here. And if I had to do that all over, I would have stayed there until I was debt free.
3: Yes, very true.
0: By me taking not taking two years to take care of my business, I went and bought the biggest stupid truck I could. I went and got a nice apartment. I, I just lived beyond my means. And um uh I wouldn't recommend doing that. I wouldn't I wouldn't run out of my mom and dad's house until I was debt free.
1: What are your monthly payments, Nick, between the student loans and the credit card? Probably about uh
3: three hundred bucks. That's it? No, yeah. no that way. That feels
1: way too low for $50,000 worth of debt. Well, I have to start paying. I had to start
3: paying my own all my student loans. Yeah. More <laughs> okay. So
1: basically, what I'm hearing is yeah. life hasn't actually happened yet. Yeah, life's so, about to hit you in the mouth, dude. When those student loans yeah. get on pause, it's going to be a harsh reality, my friend. I'm so, so
0: glad you called us because you were about to go sign a $1,700 a month lease. For 12 at, months. For 12 months, and then you're going to have to start paying back your student loans. You're going to realize you have
1: $11 left over after just expenses. And then you're going to have to break the lease, pay the fees, and then move back in with mom and dad with your (laughs) head hung low. So I'm not not in the boat of like you have to pay off all the debt before you leave the house, but I do think we have to think long and hard about how we're going to do this. And maybe it's an exit strategy of, hey, I'm going to pay off as much debt as I can aggressively. I'm working overtime, and a year from now, I'm going to move out, and then I'm going to get a roommate, and I'm still going to work overtime, and I'm still not going to be eating out because I want this debt gone.
3: Very true. That's the goal.
1: And so I love that you want to be independent. I think that's a great thing. It's going to do a lot for your dignity uh, and for your spirit. But right now, it's going to be a burden and a curse if you just jump ship today.
0: Very true. So make a plan. Here, here's the deal. We're going to send you Financial Peace University, okay, um, as, your, as your graduation gift. We're going to send you, send you every dollar app, too, so you can begin tracking your money. You can practice making a budget. And maybe get your parents to watch these videos, too, with you. Um, Get some buddies together and watch them. Um, And I want you to watch all these things if we're going to send them to you, okay? And we're going to give you a year of the apps. You can start tracking your money. I want you to begin to live in or own or acknowledge, whatever word you want to use. You've got to live in reality. And you want to be independent. You want to jump off. Dude, I'm all in. I've been there. I totally get it. And you simply have put yourself in a financial position where you can't afford to do that yet responsibly. You could if you had to. Um, you'd end up in a in a part of the community like you mentioned that you don't want to live in, or you're going to have to have two or three roommates, and you find yourself, man, I wish I just had mom here. At least she cooked dinner and did my laundry sometimes.
1: My roommates don't even do the dishes. That's yeah, it's, it's the gross. it's the inverse.
0: It's disgusting. They let things soak instead of putting them in the dishwasher. But I
1: right? had roommates up until just about up until I was married. I did absolutely. And it's just a part of a financial reality. We know we live in a very wealthy county, and so to live anywhere near here, you're looking at you know twelve. It used to be. $800, $900 bucks for a two-bedroom mm-hmm. in the general Nashville area. Now it's $100 million. Now it's, yes, $4 billion and that gets you a, it's like a New York studio apartment. <laughs>
0: it's exactly so right. So
1: it's just part of the reality is I don't want to do this, but I got to get a roommate because I have financial goals, and I can't meet those goals if I have all this debt hanging over my head, and my payment is gigantic.
0: So here's the common thing when people have to face reality. I didn't mean, Dave and I have talked about, I didn't mean to put on 40 pounds during COVID. It happened. Right, here's where I here's this is reality. I didn't mean to look up and sell them a hundred thousand dollars in debt what it happened. I didn't mean to wait, I've gone three weeks and me and my wife haven't had a meaningful conversation or I snapped at my kids. There's something about not looking to blame, not looking to run out and be like, Well it's be just exhaling and looking in the mirror and saying, You know what, this time this one's on me. Yes, I did what I was told. Yes, my parents told me to go to college and take out big student loans. Yes, I just was told after college, you don't you're not coming back to this house and so I went and got an apartment. I did it. I signed my name on that line. I listened to bad information. I did the best I could with what I had, but here's where I'm at. This is my reality. Because only then can you ask yourself that scary, terrifying question of what am I going to do now? Yeah. Right? And there's a season for most of us of grief. I didn't mean for this to happen. I didn't know this was going to happen. I didn't understand what this was going to feel like when I got here with a, golly, I man, can you imagine? Nick is millions and millions and millions of us, Yeah. right? Who, man, I'm making 50,000 bucks. I'm making great money, uh, especially for my first job. I didn't make $50,000 at 23, right? And surely I can get an apartment and a car and food and go hang out with my friends and go to concerts. Nope.
1: As part of the narrative. we Not tell if you our owe kids. 50
0: grand in student yeah. loans and you have a car loan and you got a credit card. I mean, you can't can, wait
1: till I'm an adult and I can live on my own. And then you realize I can't afford to do any of yeah. this.
0: Or I can, I'm going to eat Taco Bell every meal. And then your digestive system has a stake, right? We think this is going to be this way. It's just not. You've got to own reality and you got to grieve it. Like, Man, I didn't mean for it to. And then you got to say, okay, what do we do next? Mm. Right? And that's where Financial Peace is so great.
1: Absolutely. So hang on the line, Nick. We're going to make sure to get you Financial Peace University and every dollar, get you on a plan. I can't wait for you to call back two years from now and be like, I'm completely debt free living on my own. We did it. I did it. back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined today by Dr. John Deloney. wanted to remind you guys that if you enjoy this show, please consider subscribing, leaving us five stars, leaving reviews, and sharing it with your friends. If this show has helped you in any way, we want it to help more people like you. That would be fantastic. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Jenny joins us up next in NYC. Jenny, welcome to the show.
2: Hi guys, thank you for taking the call.
1: Absolutely, how can John and I help? Okay,
2: so we owe one hundred and seventeen thousand dollars in debt, mostly consumer debt. Twenty thousand of those are to the IRS. We are already on payment plans with the IRS. That's the first thing we did when we found out we, we owe them money. We've made every stupid financial decision possible. We've made them. And um, welcome to the club. I am I am expecting a child in two months. I am currently working remotely. I have one child in school and one with me while I work remotely and we can choose money. I thought we were living within our means. We thought we were doing everything we had to do until I noticed that all of our credit cards were maxing out. And I'm like, how is this possible? No, we can't do that. I did a detailed budget and we had a $1,100 deficit on a monthly basis. And we've been doing that for the past almost year.
1: And that's um, how you go into 117000 in debt, for
2: sure. Yes, and not only that, we purchased a home. We bought the least expensive home that we can purchase in the New York City area, New Jersey area, and... um once you open one wall that you think, oh, this $5,000 that I have to save, up will help us do this one wall. Once you open that one wall, you realize that you just, um, it was a money pit. And we've spent over $100,000 fixing. So that's where most of our consumer debt comes from. It's us putting stuff on the credit cards to fix the house. Because once one thing was fixed, 20 other things were broken. And then we have car ratios. We don't have any car payments. Our car's really old and has been paid for. But like I said, everything else, it's um, a lot of consumer debt. Now, when we saw that, and I've been listening to you guys for the past three weeks since we started our budget, I'm, I'm angry, I'm mad, I don't know what else to do. And I am every feeling in between to get me started and motivated to just do it. My husband has been able to pick up 12 extra hours in overtime at work. But just to commute to work, it costs us around $1,200 a month between tolls and gas. We are about two hours away from where we live, and taking public transportation is going to be a six-hour commute, three awesome. going and three coming back.
1: What's he doing for work?
2: So, um, he works at an airport in another in the other state. Hmm. So he is, um, he helps with the audit of um, the documents that are needed for the FAA.
0: Though. Hey, Jenny, I'm going to ask you a hard question, okay? And I'm, yeah. I normally make jokes about this and I'm not playing, okay? I'm being, yeah. I'm, I hear it in your voice, okay? You're a scared um, mm-hmm. mother of young kids with another one on the way, okay? And I hear it in you. Um, there is something, and people can roll their eyes, and I get that, and it's worth rolling your eyes at, but if, you, if you're, Born and raised in Texas and you're born and raised in New York. There's an extra you can't leave. Right? Mm-hmm. Are, are you connected to New York?
2: Yes. And well we have our employment who are very flexible with us. One. That's one of them. Checking one of that we actually moved to the next state closer just because we couldn't afford living in New York anymore.
0: No, I, I'm talking about cut ties completely. And go I to mean, another state where you can keep your income, your state income tax, where you can get some uh, some breath in your life. You have created a life for yourself that your bodies cannot exist in. You cannot commute yeah. six hours a day and be parents and be married and be connected to one another. You just can't. You can't have that you can't have run a deficit of eleven hundred dollars twelve hundred of that is just in taxes and in tolls and in gas commuting you see what I'm saying? like you've created a life that you can't exist in and it may be that the northeast isn't the place for you and your family right now is that an option for you cut ties Not with like this house you've lost your you've lost it it's fine can we go somewhere and start over because this isn't working man you're drowning
2: it is. We are. So, um, we are drowning and we made it to the point where we are now at a 700 surplus with the overtime that we're going to be doing. I know, but that's, I, th-
0: I know hun, but that's yeah. temporary. Yeah. You're working overtime. You're commuting all over the place. Your, mm-hmm. your cars are falling apart, right? You see, there's so mm-hmm. much. These are band-aids.
1: Am I right? If I'm wrong, tell me. But it sounds like I'm right. You're right. The extra seven hundred, throwing at one hundred seventeen thousand, it is a never-ending battle at that point. And so we're trying to find any way you can drastically yeah. reduce expenses and increase or keep your income. And that might mean making some big sacrifices that you don't want to do right now.
2: Yeah. Um, What's your mortgage payment? Uh, Twenty-four hundred.
1: What's your take-home pay?
2: Clean after everything. It's uh,
0: 6200 If you, are you, is the house in sellable condition? Could you sell it and not lose your backside on and it right I now? I wouldn't,
2: I won't be able to lose after everything we've invested in the house. We'll, we'll lose.
0: Y- y'all would do okay?
2: No, we would not.
0: Oh, you would? We would w- lose. It would be a loss? Yes. Could you sell it? Um, take out what you've invested in it versus what you owe. Could you get out clean? What's it worth and
2: what's left so. on the mortgage? Um, we gave a 20% down. The house is worth what we purchased it at right now, $465. Um, and what's your mortgage loan? The, we gave 20% down, so whatever that was, 90 thousand dollars. Okay. That's all has been paid on the house. We've invested over one hundred and twenty thousand dollars in payment. So you and, get and, your twenty percent back, and fix, but you're yep. still
1: in the hole because of all the six figures you invested into it. But yeah. That that's called sunk cost fallacy. That's you may right. never get that money back. Yes. So that may yeah. be the biggest stupid tax you pay in your life. But the problem I'm mm-hmm. seeing right now is that forty percent of your take home pay is going towards the mortgage.
2: Yes.
1: And that's before so, the tolls and the gas and the kids. Yeah. And so right now you can't breathe.
2: Mhm.
1: So this isn't a sustainable lifestyle to begin with, even with the extra $700 coming in.
2: Okay, so I, I, I this is really hard because it's one of those things that we're like severely, we're afraid of the unknown. I don't think we'll be able to make what we make now in another state. And we'll still have $117,000 in debt in another state.
0: Who, it, and
2: we won't be able to bring home what we're bringing now.
0: I, and the way the said, whoa, whoa, I, I wouldn't put that out into mm-hmm. the world. Um, you, you work remote, correct? Could you move out of New York?
2: Um, they're doing me a favor because I am a high-risk pregnancy, uh-huh. but now I'm required in the office.
0: What do you make annually?
2: I make $70,000. Doing what? I'm an HR analyst.
0: You absolutely can make $70,000 outside of New York. And if you make $60,000 in the state of Tennessee, you keep a chunk of that money because there's no state income tax.
2: And you can make $60,000 being a
0: math teacher in the right school district. So here's what I'm saying. I don't want you to limit yourself on fantasy, Mm -hmm. on imagination, because y'all are in desperate need of data, Mm -hmm. of facts. And your husband, what Mm -hmm. does he do at the airport?
2: He is a coordinator that helps with the aircraft records.
0: Okay, I travel all over the country, so does George. We've been to a lot of airports. They need a lot of coordination across the the country, (laughs) okay? And I bet he could coordinate all kinds of different things. Here's what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. you'll have to get real about the fact that you have created a life for yourselves that is not sustainable. You cannot live in the life you've created whether that means move, whether that means different jobs, whether that means sell your house. And yes, you're going to eat the hundred thousand dollars you put into it. That stinks, but you can get out even Steven rent for a couple of years, move to Kansas, move to Texas. I don't care what you do, but I want you to imagine a life where you've got peace and you got to build from there.
1: Our scripture of the day comes from Deuteronomy six. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Switching gears, Jackie Chan once said, <laughs> <laughs> Wow, what a pivot that was. He said, Don't wait for the change of circumstances. You change the circumstances. That's in, a good one. In other news, that was just didn't <laughs> expect it, Austin. Well done. George, George is the king,
0: the king of the transition. A lot of wisdom in both of those quotes
1: timeless and modern. There we go. All right. Open phones at 888 825 5225. Will's up next in Columbia, South Carolina. Will, welcome to the show. <laughs>
4: Thanks, man. That was a uh, that was a hard left turn. I, I agreed.
0: It's hard to follow the wisdom of Jackie Chan. We will do our best. What's up? What's up with you? Uh,
4: yeah, I mean, I was I was calling, been a long time listener. Um, I, mean, I have kind of a unique thanks. So I uh, had a great great job. Um, bought a couple cars in cash. Don't have any debt other than the house. Since um, jobs, incomes going down a little bit, will go up significantly over time. But um I, mean, I just have been really frustrated by the amount of money that we've spent on the two cars that are in our driveway, I think just generally by, uh, the amount of money we were spending, even though we weren't going into we or saving, just felt like we could have done a lot better job with the income that we've had the last several years. Um, so yeah, I'm mean, sending some general advice on, uh, the cars specifically and, and you know, thoughts there on, on what to do. Um, so, it's just kind of in, in general.
1: How many do you have? We've got two, um, you only need nice one? SUV for uh, no, we we need two. sell them. So, selling them, you're going to have to go buy two more cars then, right? Right. So, yeah, does here's a solving problem. Get
0: it. Like, I want to know what's your gut reaction when I say sell them. Like, is your thought uh, I know I need to sell. I know I need to sell one for sure, right? Like we've
4: got, you know, uh, probably $80,000 worth of car sitting in the driveway. What kind of car is it? Um, between this? the two. It's two, two cars between
1: the two cars. What are the two um, cars?
4: Uh, like a Volvo SUV. Um, and then a, uh, an Audi that I made in a purchase several months ago after a car accident. But I'm hoping to get rid of today.
1: day. So you, they're worth 80 combined. Yeah. What's your household income this year? What do you think it's going to be?
4: Uh, yeah, so it, it'll be we're dropping from about four hundred to two hundred.
1: Well, that's still a heck of an income. So, parameter yeah. wise, ratio wise, you're still okay. You got two paid for cars. Are you just wanting to pay off the house, and you want to expedite this? Um, What's giving you pause? No, this in the is cars? deeper.
0: You you feel shame over this. What, what? How did you violate your own conscience here?
1: Yeah. um... What makes you think yeah, this was maybe. an unwise purchase, based on your income and where you guys are at financially?
4: Um, I don't know, man. I just like I, I look at it and just have the sense that we could have could have saved a lot more than than we did, or could be in a better position than we are. Know that we're in a bad spot. At so, all, what's but, a better position um, in your mind? Uh, I mean, bigger, bigger number in the bank, probably. Um, Do you
1: have a fully funded emergency uh, fund? Yeah, and you're investing fifteen percent into retirement. Yeah, and you yeah. feel like you're on track. How old are you guys?
3: Twenty-seven.
1: And how much do you have in retirement?
4: Uh, probably about two hundred
1: thousand. You're going to have like five or ten million dollars at retirement. So when yeah, you say I could be doing just, better, where is that coming from? I don't know what how you define better.
0: Hey. Let, let me see if I can get at yeah. this. The other day, my six-year-old daughter was outside, and she was painting a picture. Uh, we, I went to, like, Michael's. and got a bunch of these little miniature canvases, and she was painting. And she was listening to her music and being demonstrative. I don't know where she gets that from, but she was waving her arms around and painting. And my wife said, hey, you're going to knock over the cup. And she kept moving around, moving around, and then she knocked it over. Fell down. And I watched her for a minute and she just froze and sat there. And the water ended up moving all over everything. And finally I said, hey, you've knocked over the water. You can't put it back in the cup. You can choose to get up and go get some towels so that it doesn't cause any more problems. And then she got up and ran to go get some towels. It was almost like I just got like snapping your fingers to get somebody out of there. They got stuck. And you're wasting a lot of energy and time and you're just wasting, you're just beating yourself up. I don't, and again, I don't know why, but the question is, isn't we could have, we should have. Cool. You, maybe you could have, but right now it's happened. And the only thing you can do is, is sell the cars or make peace with the cars in your driveway. As George said, financially, you're fine. If they're haunting you, then sell them, man and then go about your day. But, but sitting in, we should have, we could have, had, it, it, you're just choosing to poison today with decisions you made yesterday. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so I want to see, like, there's. Th- let me say this. This is not a situation that you can think your way out of. You're just going to have to go do. Is that fair?
1: Yeah, man. So, Will, what's left on the mortgage?
4: Uh. Up three
1: fifty, uh, we've probably got
4: two hundred and fifty in equity in
1: it. Awesome! So even making two hundred k, you said your income dropped. How quickly do you think you'll pay off this mortgage? Three years?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think we've had a longer, longer road. I think it's just trying to adjust up, one to just change and do things faster, man. I think we've gotten caught up in just like lifestyle You're stuff. You're twenty seven and you sound horrible. sixty.
1: You're doing so great. <laughs> Knock on any twenty-seven-year-old's door, and they'll be like, "You make how? You have what? You don't have any debt?" There's people who are forty-five still paying off their student loans.
0: And here's what we'll call it: we're going to call it your like. I don't like this, is what Dave calls it, but it applies here. It's your stupid tax. Congratulations, you made a ton of money at twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six. Way to go! You're changing. You're changing gears. At Twenty-seven. Awesome. You've learned, hey. Moving forward, as we build up our, our business back up and our income goes from 200 back to 400 and then on to 800, um, we're going to spend our money differently. We're just not Audi people. We're Toyota 400 people, and I'm, we're great with that. Um, and we're going to pay our house. You see what I'm saying? It's just about yeah. saying, yeah, yeah, we recognize that was dumb. We're going to do different next time. Can you do that?
4: Yeah. No, it's super out Yeah, yeah, man. No, nice. it's. I appreciate the hell. That's why we made the call. uh, I've to listen to this stuff. The general principles on YouTube for a long time, like probably the kick
1: in the butt. I can get it in
4: person great.
1: You're a guy who has very high standards for himself, I'm guessing. You are super driven to be doing what you're doing, making what you're making at your age. And I think it can be easy for guys like you to beat themselves up at every single corner instead of just being grateful and being free with the contentment of, man... We are so blessed. We got a pile of money in the bank. We don't owe anyone anything. We drive amazing, beautiful cars. And remember that time we did something stupid. And we have done some stupid things along the way.
0: And we're just not going to do them again. Hey, do me a favor, Will. Stop talking so bad to Will. Would you commit to that? Yeah. Yeah. Because you talk to Will in a way that if you heard somebody talking that way to a waitress in a restaurant, you'd get up and knock their teeth out of their head, wouldn't you? Uh, Some
4: close to it, yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't suck. You're not a loser. You're not an idiot. You haven't bankrupt your family. You're not a terrible husband. You're not all these things that you say to yourself on a regular basis. I'm so stupid. It's so dumb. I can't believe it. Stop. 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 Treat Will with dignity and respect because Will deserves it. Will's doing a good job cool yeah man i appreciate
1: it thank you guys thank you for calling brother appreciate it good stuff from Will
0: george i've been down that rabbit hole man i make a mistake do something dumb and i just get paralyzed because i just beat myself up man
1: could have done better john could have
0: done better this is classic John. Classic John. Guy. Way to go, Deloney. That's the one
1: idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And problem, at some point, you got to make peace with yourself, and then go. Well, if you look in the rearview mirror long enough, you get a crick in your neck. All right. Go. So let's look in the windshield. It's a lot bigger for a reason. Go. Your That's future's right. bright, Will. We're proud of you, man. Way to go. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to Dr. John Deloney, all the folks in the booth, and you, America. Until next time, spend wisely, save intentionally, and give generously. Do you love a good day brand? Wanna see the latest Ramsey Show videos going viral? Check out your favorite moments from the Ramsey Show on YouTube. Go watch and subscribe to the Ramsey Show channel on YouTube.